The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? That's right. Once again, the king is back, Conor McGregor, and also uh, I am back. You're, you're uh, one of your tough hang co-hosts, Alexander Kaylee, back from a little vacation in Japan. Uh, super thrilled to be here, and uh, was very pleased with the coverage that continued on uh, the number one reality TV show uh, as I was on my vacation by uh, the great. Well, let's put, bring him out here, my co-host Connor Burks, the great let's GC. Go, baby. What's going we, on? We Still rocking the blue. Proudly rocking Listen, we the blue. Got the, of course, we're proudly walking in the blue because we didn't lose. No. We, I mean, we didn't have a fight. Therefore, we didn't lose. <laughs> yeah, two weeks undefeated for uh, for Team Blue for the prospects. Uh, and, of course, uh, E.K.C. Lydon was also here, producer extraordinaire. And uh, thank you again to uh, New York Rick and uh, Mike Heck for filling in. Mike Heck especially because uh, he also had to do the recaps, which are always a thrilling thing to, uh, to see on NBA Fighting. Dot com great website but uh, i guess i couldn't have come back at a better time i'm a little sad i'm a little sad that i missed episode eight rico de shulo uh doing the damn thing for team mcgregor getting team blue on the board making it so that gc can walk around and that blue jersey oh. proudly i i i you must have been wearing it all week listen man it was it was a fantastic <laughs> moment i was wearing it when i was going to the pool the beach the gym to work i mean uh-huh. I, everywhere you saw me i was rec- i was rocking the blue uh, and it's funny. I feel like we went from the best episode of the season in episode eight, setting up to a big, oh. you know, playoffs, uh, to the worst episode of the season. I don't know how y'all felt, uh, but definitively, I believe this was the worst episode of the season. This was tough. This was tough. And we had sort of prepared ourselves at the beginning of the season. I think if people go back to episode one, when we were talking about how this was your first real comprehensive ultimate fighter experience, we were like, oh, I wonder how 
how GC is going to react when we get to like the semifinal episodes where it's really just all about the fights. There's probably not a lot of drama outside of, you know, and this is still to come, the, the coach's challenge, which I don't think comes to like episode 11 or 12 or maybe the last episode, maybe episode 11. Uh, but yes, this is uh, episode nine of uh, The Ultimate Fighter season 31 called It's Personal, Not Just Business, which is maybe the worst title yet. I think let's we we've been starting off with the fight uh usually breaking down the fight every episode but i don't think we need to do that this time i actually this time i kind of want to go just from the start of the episode and kind of break it down so first of all uh the title now this week it was the first sem- lightweight semifinal, and as people know except for rico de Shulo, it was it was all team chandler uh four of his there was all four lightweights or no i'm sorry four of his all four yes all four lightweights advanced Three out of four bantamweights. This time it was Austin Hubbard and uh, Roosevelt, Robert, Roosevelt Roberts facing off. This felt like just business to me. Am I crazy? Uh, I, I, someone justify this title for me. Are we, are we talking uh, about the episode? Yeah. How the episode went? Or the yeah, title yeah. right now. The <laughs> title think, of the episode. Was, I think it was personal in the sense that uh, none of the guys wanted to leave Team yes. Chandler, so oh, yes. uh, there was that. And then it was also personal because. It kind of felt like, uh, you know, friends fighting friends. Like, it kind of felt like that's what we got in in the fight. It was very reminiscent of oh. uh, the PFL fight yeah, was, we just recently saw. Yes. No, I, I understand. But, like, normally when I see it's personal, not just business, that's, that makes me think. See, it kind of fooled me. It like, was kind of – If this is a tagline – Almost like – This is a – yeah, if this is a tagline for a movie, like a sequel, it was like Creed, like Creed 2 – this time it's personal, not just business or something. I'd be like, oh wow, like the stakes are up. Like this, this, these people, these dudes are like beefing. And, and Creed Two ends ends with a good sparring match. Yeah, it was you're right. It was it was you're right. Uh, it, that's it's my Creed fault. Two, if, if we got, yeah, it's my fault. I interpreted it wrong. They're saying, oh, I mean, by you, the way, listen, you're you're hating on this episode name. Last week we had to talk all episode <laughs> trying to figure out when someone said, "Watch your neck," uh, and. On protect your neck, and on rewatch, I did notice it. It was a very quick blurb right before the fight started. Someone said, uh, "Yeah, protect your neck," um, and then the fight involved little They're to choking. no grappling. Yes, or that choking. was bizarre. Um, so, always a cool line. Yeah, I don't, I I don't guess. think this is the worst thing. And, and there was no, no Wu Tang reference in the episode. No Wu Tang reference. Confused. No, yeah. uh, no Wu Tang cameo. Uh, Ghostface no. didn't pop up. We couldn't even get like Raekwon. Uh, Capadonna, I would have settled for, uh, and we didn't, wow. we didn't get that. So that was a little, yeah, I know. If he had shown up, I would have been like, justified, justified episode title. It's uh, but, not just business. But yeah, you're right. So that some of I'm the trouble. I'm gonna start saying this in regular rotation. Please, hey, please, not just business. <laughs> and people would be so confused. They're like, what is going on with Casey? What's wrong with him? He's going through some things. Hey, protect um, me. The uh, yes, there was the drama early on about well, again, there's all these team Chandler guys. How can they all stay training? Wait, was with that team was Chandler? that line actually? Was that was that line? That line was never said no, in the episode, right? I don't know. Listen, I only know about the protect your neck thing Listen. from the from the comments. <laughs> Some, so guys, there's, again, there's a, there's a episode, very real please. chance that we go back and watch this episode again, and it's like just thrown in there, just like a throwaway line, and they're like, that's what we're going to name the episode. But from the start. AK, unfortunately, you were not here last week for us to break it down. But last week, me, Mike Heck, and, and Casey made our predictions for what we thought the matchups we were going to be mm-hmm. and who we thought was going to be placed on which team. We said Rico versus Gibson. 
Katona versus Believe, and it was going to be Rico and Katona on on Team McGregor, and then Halaba Knight and Hubbard Roberts and Halaba and Hubbard on Team McGregor. We were correct in all those, except for Halaba and Hubbard denied going to Team McGregor. Yeah, this was a classic uh, setting up two t- two things. Two things they set up drama and immediately diffused it because you're right. Last episode, <laughs> well, last episode, you guys correctly pointed out it like, oh, cool, like they're going to reveal the the well, the matchups. I'm like, oh wait, they already revealed that yeah. Roosevelt and Austin are fighting, which means the lightweight, the other lightweight matchup was was uh, set up. And then this one starts with right away just saying what the matchups are, and then setting up the premise of, oh my gosh, our three. Are three Chandler guys gonna have to go over to McGregor? And then they're just like, no. No. No, we just don't want to. Like, and they're like, okay, cool. Yeah, you don't have to. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> and Why? then they uh and then they had to train together before fighting together, which yeah. uh I mean, when we got to the fight, it it seemed like it had an effect on it. I mean, it seemed like Roosevelt Roberts and Austin Hubbard had developed a pretty good friendship mm-hmm. over the course of the season. And like it's hard to not believe that. That, that came into play in the octagon i think it's actually two things i think it's that and the fact that i think chandler pointed this out because of, of the training situation for the last i don't know how long do you think they've been in the house at this point a month i think chandler half? mentioned four weeks i, about I think four, he said about, oh, yeah. about four weeks. weeks these guys have their families not around they're bored they're talking to each other a lot but more importantly they're training with each other which means they kind of they know each other you know they know their strengths they know their weaknesses 100%. and they they and I, I, I don't want to bring myself into this, but like when I had my fight, I literally fought a training partner, and a guy I had sparred with probably about, I don't know, uh, seven, eight rounds. We drilled together and stuff. And I will say during the fight, it was, even the build up to the fight, it was odd to kind of go, all right, I have to kill this guy, you know, figuratively kill this guy. And I really had to kind of fake myself into saying it, and I felt. Especially Roberts. I think Roberts was he was at least in his interviews, he was more open about it. He was just saying, Man, like it was it was weird. I couldn't I, coming into the house, I was like, I'm gonna win this, I'm gonna win this, win this, but then it turns out I'm a human with emotions. And that kind of for that type of drama, that was actually bad for entertainment. Because he actually did make it personal and not just business. And wow. Like, well, there it is. There yeah, it is. There that it is. was a, I, I mean, that was a beautiful breakdown of it. Okay. I have a feeling he said it and it just ended up at the cutting room floor because it did seem – you're right. It does jive with the the pre-fight Roberts interviews because his whole deal was, yes, I I, I, I thought this was going to be all just business, but I made friendships, particularly me and Austin. The, our, our Austin and I were, were, were training together from day one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would get along really well. And it led to one of the most awkward fights uh, I've ever seen. Not just because listen, we've seen fights kind of again between friends, even between people who do, don't like each other, devolve into kind of like aimless sparring sessions. We've we, we've seen this before. Uh, but oh, one second, guys. Sorry, I've uh, I don't know if you can hear that, but there's a little bit of background noise. Uh, we've seen this before, but this was also this had the added awkwardness of the coaches rightfully saying, "Well, we're not going to corner either guy. You know, these are the guys we've been working with." And it's going to be super quiet. And I was like, you know, not, maybe it was not super quiet. It was inc- no. it, it was silent. It was silent, dude. We were, we were essentially like watching a basketball <laughs> yeah. practice. We were watching a basketball practice, but instead of the squeaks of the sneakers on the floor, it was their feet <laughs> on the mat. The like canvas, it was just yeah. like, yeah, it was like, I like That's all you heard. watching a fight just- like that. And it not being like a banger of a fight was like, 
Oh. It was so odd. It was so odd. And of course, we go the full 15 minutes. And like, I don't know how you guys scored it, but I was like, I guess Roosevelt Roberts rounds one and three, and he's gonna. I win had it for Roberts minutes. actually. Yeah. Were, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I had there, yeah. Roberts. But like, dude, you, you want to talk confidence-wise in that? Like, I I had next to none. I was honestly a little surprised. What What was the plan at the end when they were like, "Stay ready, stay ready"? Like, were Were they going to potentially go five rounds? <laughs> no, like, no, they you, you would go. I, I guess a if 10, a ten eight or ten ten. Yeah, if ten eight or ten ten, it's all happened. But no, I don't think any of those. But a ten ten got a ten eight. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think any of those. I don't think any of those rounds were ten. I don't think any of those rounds were a ten ten. It was just inconclusive. Though. I think they're just in their mind. They were like, it feels like this needs an extra round. But again, would a I mean, McGregor sudden- said it? Mm-hmm. McGregor said it perfectly. He was like, I, I don't think anyone lost, yeah. but like I yeah. don't really think anyone won either. Thank God he started chiming in because that at least broke the monotony somewhat. The only run you could hear who was the referee? Was it uh, was it Mark Smith? Oh my gosh! Fingers, 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 fingers. Hey, like, that's all we got. How the fingers? How, that was the biggest drama during the fight, we, dude. And then we we also got a nut shot in the middle of it. I like when yep. the nut shot happened. I was like, "This is oh man!" Like we're this sitting is- here watching a recorded fight that's going to end in a split decision with no commentary, no fans, no coaching, nothing. That is the number one thing here. This is a recorded fight. They have no reason. They don't have to show this fight in sequence. They don't have to show the entirety of this fight if they know. They know this is not live television. It's not like oh, we were caught <laughs> off guard by how. Like someone watched this back. Someone watched this fifteen minute, yes. twenty minute segment, whatever it was. I assume there's commercial breaks. Someone watched this and said, "No, no, yeah, no, this, no. This, is good. this is okay to air." <laughs> AK. Not only did they watch it, but then when Dana was breaking the fight down, they made a with highlight reel from the first round. <laughs> It was literally like a highlight tape of like seven whiffs that they had. Like it was, uh, like, oh, man, it was like after the first round, I was, and also I had to do it. You know, you see, you, you check the time. You know that this is going to go three rounds if there's no finish, regardless of the score. I look at, you know, we're halfway through the episode when it started. And so you're, you're pretty much like, all right, this is, this is going to go the full 15 minutes. Like I hope it's a good fight. Like probably like halfway through the fight, I was like, "Oh God, like this is this is just going to go to a decision." And like the fact that it's a split decision was such a beautiful cherry on top. We have said that there's probably not a lot of drama going on in the house, so I don't know if they can reformat the show and sort of like again when they have a fight like this, do a montage style. Uh, again, there's nothing. It's crazy. A lot of the stuff we talked about in episode one kind of came to fruition in this episode of Tough Hangers say kind of came to fruition here. A lot of like our criticisms and kind of fears, it kind of played out perfectly because there was that old boxing show, The Contender, Sylvester Stallone's The Contender reality show. And if and when they when they went to a fight, uh, they would sometimes just montage it. They would just montage it. It was so much more exciting. It was so cool. They would show different angles. They show slow motion. And it was like, oh, this is like a kind of a compelling way to watch a boxing match where you don't know who the boxers are. And again, maybe the fight wasn't the most like thrilling. I can't remember how many rounds they fought in the show. I wish the Ultimate Fighter would start doing that. Uh, and again, Ultimate Fighter used to do a sign when they used to do fights to get into the house. Anyway, but they don't do it anymore. This would have been the perfect time for it. You overlay it with the commentary from Dana White, with the co- with the coaches, kind of talking about how it's a sparring match. And just, you know, you can still kind of poke fun at it, but at least you can do it in a more quicker, TV-friendly way because maybe, this was maybe in, bad television. Maybe embed a little, a little music track underneath, uh, you know, oh, no, something I, I, to- I, I do not trust their music choices. 
<laughs> Every single episode, I was like, what the hell is this music they're playing? <laughs> like, so it's always like, and warrior, ooh, eat it. Ooh, ooh. Can you? It's just bad. That's really good. Thank that's you. really good. Can you? Can you imagine someone casually? To this is on ESPN, right? Yes. I'm in Canada. Yes. I'm in Canada. We don't have ESPN. Can you imagine someone casually tuning around, watching, tuning in to this, and just in the middle of that fight and being like, "What the hell is going on? Like, is my audio busted? Like, did they <laughs> did, the did they lose like, an audio oh, track? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it me? Is it on their end? Did they forget an audio track? Or like, this is so uncomfortable. And like, you can hear Conor McGregor chime in. So you're like, oh, okay, I'm not crazy. Like, there is something happening but. if you're trying to get your friend in mma <laughs> not, don't just not don't just not show them this act like this doesn't exist and just wait till saturday and show them the main card of 291 that's that's yeah. what you need to do get to get your friend in mma this was rough i again i cannot emphasize just how bad like how bad television uh, a, a piece, no, no, a piece no, of television no, program this was not just did they go through and they were like all right yeah let's air it like could you imagine like producing this episode Oh, like, it's just like, man, we're going, we're going the last half hour, a, a, uh, you know, a dead silent fight for 15 minutes. that's going to end in a split decision. How can they do this? How can they get away with this? Is my question. I ultimate fighter. No, because I mean, it's what, <laughs> it's what was provided by the fighters. They, they, they gave a 15 minute split decision and, uh, they have to edit around that. You can, you guys are both in, in the you guys are both in, in the production business. You know that you can make you can make uh, chicken salad out of chicken poop. I mean that is that's a classic uh, Hollywood adage. If I was it, a, guys, if I was a producer behind the scenes, I would have pushed very hard for what you said. The montage, <laughs> oh Dana White cuts in, McGregor cuts in, Chandler cuts in. You show them nervous in between each round. You show the the guys dabbing the sweat and being like, "I think you lost that round. You know, you, you're going to need to take this one." And then uh, winner by split decision. Austin Hubbard and then but but also at the same time what else would they have used to fill that's I mean, the thing. we already got it we got our we forge Irish stout stew commercial yes. yeah uh, let's go get, Connor, get into that GC can you explain can you get into uh, that get into this advertise and I, we are now advertising it so let's get yeah, listen we got I, I listen of course we're advertising and I have it uh I have it right over my shoulder here <laughs> always it's fantastic yep, stout forged irish over guinness everybody knows that um but yeah mcgregor showed up at the house i was like oh this is sick nice like i hope we get to see both coaches show up we still haven't seen chandler show up at the house uh mcgregor shows up sick shirt summer vibes uh though despite this is probably like february or march in in uh, las vegas when they were shooting this regardless he was preparing he knew the summer vibes shows up he's gonna be making them an irish dish shows up uh an irish stew the meat the potatoes everything but you can't forget the most important ingredient the forged irish stout get some cans in there get it going make it beautiful and every time you say the stew is ready you have to say the forged irish stout stew uh, and then they eat it in front of uh, the fighters that are cutting weight. Cutting weight. To enjoy that. And uh, yeah, it just it it felt like product placement for for forged Irish stout. And, it, and in, not, a, in a very in a very just unprofessional way, honestly, for uh -huh. fighters, uh -huh. just like Connor's like, dude, you're making this meal that these guys are they're they're chasing their dream. You're like I'm gonna do I'm gonna shoot a commercial for my stout right now in front of you. It was just and like. It just felt weird, and all the losing fighters are like, hey, it's pretty good. <laughs> why, why, like, Roberts and, like, Jason Knight are just like, just like, like they were so annoyed. Now, Jason Knight did try it. 
Oh, was it, he, it was, maybe he did try. I know yeah, like some was, of them were. Yeah, he, 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 he said there was like, too much beer in. Yeah, you said you said it was an average. You said it was an endorsement. It was not a stirring endorsement. On again, this is a show that they could that they could have chosen anybody's comments. Oh yeah, and they had, right. And one of them they had to because Jason Knight kind of going like, "Yeah, it tastes a taste of it funny because you bite into it and you taste a lot of beer right away." And I'm like, "Yeah, he put like six cans in there." I'm like, "I'm not a stew making expert, but I imagine you put six cans of a powerful Irish stout into a stew." You're going to taste that right away. Uh, so that was a weird thing to put in. It was funny because Jason Knight rules. Um, but a weird – if I was – again, I, I, I'm, one thing I'm amazed about the show is I feel like uh, Team McGregor – like, you know, when you have a star like Conor McGregor on the show, I always imagine he's going to ask for like final cut or something. Then I realize like he doesn't have the attention span or like the time to deal with that. So he probably just assumed, oh, it will be a great advertisement and, and nothing will go wrong. It was also – you're right. It looked so sad. He kind of had like the stew. He kind of took a bit of the stew with like a bowl of the stew and was kind of going around like saying, "Hey guys, try this, try this, try." And you're right. Some of the guys probably can't, couldn't eat it because they they were still had to fight. But like, what a weird, bizarre scene. I'm trying to imagine another. Like, listen, Conor McGregor is somehow one of the most famous athletes in the world still. Um, again, I don't. You you know, you may want to put him on a tier below like the LeBron James is certainly some of the bigger football stars in the world. Like he's nowhere near that level. But he's like as famous as like I don't know, Kevin Durant. Is that crazy? If I said he's famous as Kevin Durant, GC, is that is that crazy? Is that a crazy? He might be more famous than him. He might be more famous. James Harden. James Harden. I don't. Yeah, internationally for sure. Yes, imagine he's, like, he's incredibly famous, dude. Imagine Kevin Durant or James Harden or someone. I have to go basketball references here. Like in a similar segment where they're hawking some product, talking around with a couple of bulls. Like, yeah, hey man, hey, try this. It was so. Only in MMA. Only I, I, MMA to make things happen. I have to say, I, I did see James Harden on his Instagram story, like posted a product placement for like four free burgers inside a club oh. this past weekend. Uh, so it's actually <laughs> you know funny what? you say that. You know I, 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 the, here's the only thing. Like, it feels like this is we're just kind of shitting on the episode this week. But like, no, we are, which we are, which we are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. But the first time the first time McGregor went to the house. There was a little bit of like product placement for the proper 12 whiskey, but that was fine. He was taking shots and he got to talk to the guys and he got the haircut and like a little bit of story, like with the baseball tournament and everything like that. It felt like he was actually connecting with the athletes. Next time he comes, it's the McGregor fast product placement. Mm -hmm. We're going to do the rowing thing. At least it was like a competition and like it, it wasn't, it was, it was a step down from the whiskey. This was just like walks in. What's up lads. How we doing? Where's the chef? Let's dump some proper 12 in, or let's dump some forged Irish out in this and let's get out of here. Like it was like, it's like each trip he's made to the house for like a product placement has, it has declined each time. And how have we not seen Chandler at the house yet? We're nine episodes in. I don't know. No Chandler at the house. No Chandler talks at the like, ends. He he talks incessantly about how much he loves his team and how much he cares <laughs> about these guys, but we haven't seen him once. And honestly, it's not like it's not like Chandler doesn't have his own products. He got his own. He's got his own like uh, healthy peanut butter and jelly sandwich. He's he's <laughs> you go on his Instagram. He's sponsored out, man. Hey, hey, maybe someone does have final cut, and maybe there those those parts get oh. edited out. Just, wow. Oh, we don't, wow. We don't want to see it now. I, I, I think that's still to come. I think there'll be a big uh, – maybe if, if both of his guys make the finals or something, maybe he'll, maybe he'll – um, not just say both his guys. But Michael Chandler's guys. watching this right now. He's like, I show up for the freaking practices. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the way I, I in. Do the part that I'm actually doing the coaching part, not the hanging out and making stew part. Sorry, yeah. Connor. <laughs> I'm, at least, I'm at least there when they weigh in. Uh, it's getting – yeah, so it's getting it's – getting, 
it's slim pickings at the house. You see how excited they were when they came home from the fight. I, I, I don't know why. Just to go back to the beginning of the episode. I don't know why I expected something cool when they walked in and they were like, ooh, like the fighters walked in and they're like, oh, wow, well, cool. And I'm like, oh, wow, did they surprise them with something? And I'm like, oh, oh it's just a crappy looking bracket. No. Like, no, 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 no. Bracket- what, they, what, they, what they surprised them with, Dana White was just like, now that we've made it to the the semifinals, I wanted to surprise the winning finals, finalists from the quarterfinals. And I was like, oh, what is he about to do? And he's like, with a phone call home on the laptop, oh, okay. uh, limited to, yeah. limited to ten minutes, a, and I was just that's like, oh, this that's, is, that's a that's, a, that's an prison. annual. Yeah, that was very like, Stockholm I, syndrome. Like, yeah. Oh, thank you for letting us talk to our family. <laughs> GC, that is an annual uh, tradition. So I, yeah, I, I mean, it's nice. It's, it's, I should have warned nice you. They, I should have warned they, you. <laughs> oh, they normally do that. That's, it, no, that's a normal. Listen, it's nice that they get to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. They don't have any technology and everything like that. It's nice that they get to talk to them. But like now that will be like a part of each episode, uh, like just to fill some time of like, hey, yeah. how's everything going? Good. Not, oh. Nice. All right. So okay. like I was hoping for like a real surprise. Talk, talk about changes, maybe positive changes to the show. Instead of doing this call the family thing, you know, there's no you, you already know ahead of time. There's going to be no coaching. You know, it's going to be crazy, super awkwardly quiet in there. Fly in the families. Whoa. Fly in the families of each side. Whoa. I like that. So now, so they, so it's only them like yelling that. and cheering. Think I mean, how much like, that what, changes the episode. Think how much that changes the episode. Seriously. If we we can't. We, we can trust Max Crosby to be there, but we can't trust the families. I like this idea from you, Casey. So I'm just. Whoa. I didn't know where you're going with that. I'm like, okay. But I mean, imagine though, Roosevelt Roberts is kids there crying well, at us is that what you want basically is that the kind of yes, tv you yes want? that's what we want oh we want we won't cry we want tears we want happy tears we want sad tears because that's yeah. because they're gonna cry when they get home you know i mean they're gonna cry when they find out or whatever you uh-huh. know but that's what the show is that we're, we're putting we're, we're, we want to know these we want we want to know these people we're, we're seeing their families we're like we miss you dad we miss you you're gonna go and you're gonna win you know i want to see roosevelt roberts Talk to his family, talk to his kids after he loses a close fight. You know, it will. And what's what what's Hubbard's family going to do too, dude? Did like his wife when she was when he was like, I made the the semifinals. She was elated. She was like, Oh, I knew it, I knew it. Uh, yeah, like what on the opposite end? What are they going to do when he wins the split decision? Like they're going to go crazy. Yeah, I like so, this idea, Casey. I don't know. It's like, and it would it would make for some sort of audio fill. Like that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, if it's just for the audio fill or just. Uh, or and they can do it with or, or you know have the family sign you know NDAs or whatever. Do the live feed too, where they're watching a live feed of the fight. So they, you know if you if you don't want to pay for the tickets, they can they're watching at a home. You know I don't know. It's just like there was there was something that couldn't have been done and they didn't do it. The UFC just went nah. Just put it out there. We got we got our we got we got our stew segment in there. We're good. You just summed up the last uh, like, 12, 12 seasons of The Ultimate Fighter. There's something they could do, <laughs> but they're just not doing it. Uh, how about Roosevelt Roberts? We got our first uh, weigh-in drama. We on the, on the fight, we get our first third round. We Ooh. also get our first weigh-in drama. Yeah. Has to cut the hair. Uh, pound. Who was the man who had to do it? Lando? Mando, Mando. He was Mando. like, Mando, he called Mando. him immediately too. It was very confusing. I'm like, oh, I guess Mando's the haircut guy because he was like, Mando, well, yeah. come on, he come cut, on, Mando. No, he, he, he cut McGregor's right. hair earlier, dude. Do you not remember oh, the whole right. break? Oh, barbershop with the dog. Man. I've been on come vacation on, too long. Yeah, this is yeah. true. He's the haircut. Every every season has a haircut. Guy. That was foreshadowing. So yeah, back in back yeah, in season two, Rash- nice Rashad Evans, time. Rashad Evans was the haircut guy. Future uh, UFC champion uh, Rashad Evans was a haircut guy once upon a time. So Mando. uh 
that may that may bode well for you. But uh, yes, he he <laughs> he said, and then he said. Uh, uh, Rizzo Roberts said, "All my Jamaicans. I'm sorry, I had to do it, which I thought was funny. So he does make it Still on the second try." I was amazed that they even bothered because that's uh, Jeff Mullen, I think. I think the, the that uh, guy who usually does mm-hmm. the Vegas weigh-ins. He's the most lax cat. Like people who watch official Vegas weigh-ins, he very often does the someone steps to the scale. He kind of looks at it. The scale's like still shaking. And then he just goes like, eh, bang it. Bang it home. 155. There you go. Boom, he but, it. For no but reason. For the, he, he just, but, but for this show, we had, we're going to quibble over that quarter pound. And we're going to make Roosevelt Roberts cut his hair. Like, uh, you, know, you know what it knows? Because Jeff Mullen always does. And they do that so that – I think they do that so they don't have to have any accountability. Because once you hit the scale, it's like, well, I can't go back to it. I can't reset it. Yeah. What, what do you want so, me to do? So yeah. I, maybe it was last week or this week. I can't. It might have been last week. I didn't mention it. So two, only two people are weighing in. They're both weighing in the same weight. The first guy weighs in. He announces the weight, but has he announced his weight? He hits the scale and resets it for no reason because it's already set. For, it can be set for the next person, so he has to redo it again. So I was like, "What are you doing, man?" Uh, so yeah, uh, go ahead, GC. Next week looks like we get Islam, little Islam coaching session, and like yes. I'm gonna tam- I'm gonna tamp my expectations. I, I think this is gonna be Wonder Boy esque. We may have already <laughs> seen the entire segment. I think it's just gonna be Islam pulling up and like they're coaching you good. Like uh, then like a quick little blurb where he's just like Timor deserves to be a champ. He deserves to be in the UFC. He's he's very good and he's very disciplined. So we should do it, and then he'll be out. But this is a little uh, this is a little detailed stuff. This is a little dedication that I put in. Slowed down. Went super slow motion at the very end when they're showing the highlights for next week. Timor and Katona, pretty bloody. Looks like they're going to get into a war. Looks like we're going to get in an exciting fight. I think you're right. Yeah, I, 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 I'm I optimistic about it. I think Hubbard and Roberts, like even from just like a stylistic standpoint, was a bit strange. And then you add that they're on the same team. Uh, I guess Br- Brad and Timor, they're both Chandler guys, but... Again, to sort of go back to the the what was the one of the supposed dramas of this episode that was very quickly diffused by Katona because we all knew this was going to happen. We all knew. I think I think once you saw that Chandler's team was dominating, we're like, okay, well, obviously there's going to be some drama, you know, revolving around uh, can they still train together if it's all it's an all Chandler semifinals, and then you just kind of go like, oh wait, Katona's whole deal is that he's a Chandler, he's a Conor McGregor guy, he's a John Kavanaugh guy. He really is nutritionist Tristan or whatever. Uh, so it just made so much sense for him to go over, and I wish they could have. We could have gotten the reactions from the other fighters, kind of follow up on the the the, the, the drama we never got the first time it was brought up. But I have a feeling they just didn't care. I have a feeling. The I, I wish we could have right? gotten uh, McGregor's reaction. Yes, being like, yeah, only Brad wanted to come, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think we'll see it next episode, I guess. I guess we'll see some of that. We saw like a hug. We saw like a hug. He, he puts on the blue. He puts on the GC blue. Uh, you know, you guys, you and Katona are on the same team now, so that's going to be fun. So that was somewhat yes, compelling sir. to watch. But again. Happy to have him. Uh, yeah, He's a great fighter. He's a great fighter. Um, probably one of the favorites to win the show. I'm, they keep I'm saying confident. He- I'm confident one of Katona or Rico is going to win. I, I think one of them will be in the final. Oh, you're all in. On, okay, that's right. You have to be all in on the Rico trade now. Again, he put he put Team Blue on the board. Right. You have to. Yes, that was. Let's a, get him in Boston. Two ninety two. Tough finale. Let's get him in Boston. The, uh, the Boston guy. The white hot thirty six year old prospect uh, Rico DeShulo. Uh Age is nothing but a number. Uh, yeah, that that's that's complex stuff. But yeah, next year uh, next year 
next week it's Katona versus Valiev. And yes, we get that little Islam cameo. So hopefully something to look forward to. Um, but because yeah, this was this was the toughest hang we've had so far. I, I had stri- some stray questions here and there. The first one was uh, I should have mentioned this when we were talking about the the reward, the call home. Uh, who would you guys call if you if you're in the house? Who's your call? GC, who's your call? You got you get that you got one call. I wonder if the if there's a pre-approved list. I assume they just they're just like you know you're gonna call your family or or a friend and that's about it. I don't think you could spontaneously just throw a name out there. But if you could, GC, if you could, who would you who would it be? The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down, and new customers to DraftKings can bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Uh, I mean, is this like a fantasy phone call or this is just like real life? Who would I call? You can call. You're in the same. No, this person has to be alive. Uh, I'm going to say someone, you know, I'm going to say you can't randomly say, oh, I want to, I want to talk to Margot Robbie or something like, no, that's not, that's not a thing. I'm just calling my girlfriend. hundred percent. I'm just calling my girlfriend. Like, she's probably like the only one that I'll really care that much. Like my parents, (laughs) if I went and did this, they would just kind of want to hear the news after everything was said and done. Uh, yeah. I mean, no brainer, no brainer. Like if I called one of my friends, they'd be like, why are you spending your phone call on this uh fantasy though yeah margot robbie's not a bad shout just saw barbie a couple <laughs> days ago oh. <laughs> was it i heard it was good i heard it was good i didn't get i, I haven't it. seen spoilers. it no spoilers. spoilers we're gonna watch it soon no, no, spoilers. no spoilers no spoilers no spoilers i can't wait to see it i'm watching i'm watching oppenheimer on thursday 
Uh, Casey? Oppenheimer, Oppen- Jesus. Oppenheimer. <laughs> Casey, who are you calling? Oh, uh, the goat, Esther Lynn. That's easy. She'd be, oh, I mean, it's a no-brainer. I, I might. Who are you calling? I might. Okay, Mike. Yeah, I might call. Call, I might call. I might call Esther. If I'm being honest, <laughs> that, that, Casey, would that be okay if I called Esther? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd be awkward, but right, Esther sure. rules. <laughs> she knows fighting. No, I, my my girlfriend. I'm uh, uh, GC is the opposite. My girlfriend could not care less about MMA. Obviously, she'd be concerned about how I was doing on the show, but she hates. I mean, she she only puts up with it because of me. God bless her. Uh, so, I mean, that's the obvious call to make, but that's kind of boring. I'm like, yeah, everyone's calling their wife, significant other, whatever. That's a bit boring. Uh, I, I, I call my parents or something. I think it'd be fun to call my parents. Uh, just, right. just so I could, I, just so I could have the sweetest couple in the world on, on national television. That would be hilarious to me. Uh, my mother's, uh, my mother's back, an old, back to your uh, girlfriend. Yes, go ahead. I, I, I interrupted. Please, it I'll, I'll, it's fine. I'll continue. No, it's, oh, I was going to say, my mother's an old uh, Chinese Peruvian woman. Uh, it would just blow people's minds to see. She's the sweetest woman in the world. My father's a hardcore Hong Kong man. Uh, and uh, he'd be given some, he'd be dishing out some, some, some hard wisdom uh, to motivate me. So I think that'd be hilarious. Amazing. Show. I mean, Amazing. So with apologies to my girlfriend, uh, I'd just call my parents because it'd just be so funny. Wow. I would make sure your girlfriend does my she... dogs on camera too. But, but ooh, bring in the dogs on the oh, show. I don't know. No, don't. Ooh, that was my fear. Uh, that was my fear. I thought one of these guys was going to bring out their oh, bring out, bring out Shiloh, bring out Shiloh for the for the show. I'm like, no. Anyway, so no dogs. He misses no you so much. He misses you so much. Uh, <laughs> sorry, your girlfriend. Does she, does she hate MMA like as a sport, or does she like? Is she just kind of squeamish about how violent it is? She just finds it really boring i think De- definitely definitely oh, she does yeah, not she just, enjoy she does definitely does not enjoy violence uh for the sake of violence even if even when i go like but no it's okay they're getting paid for it that like somehow doesn't make it better uh so she doesn't love she she she'll sit down with me she might watch a fight or two but the interest isn't it, it just, you know i think like most normal human beings she's not going to sit down and watch six or seven hours of a UFC event, she might have a four, 45 minute tolerance at best. That's can with please, that's with TikTok assisted. Get a camera and, and I want live live reactions of her watching mm-hmm. this fight from this episode. Like this is a fight. Oh my god! It'll just be her watching for 30 seconds and then pulling out her phone and then saying, "Oh my god, this TikTok is so hilarious! You have to watch this." A that normal, would be that's a normal person right there. That is that's a normal, normal human being. Yeah, think, that's yeah, a normal that's, human being. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I, I, I don't care. There's here's the craziest part. There are going to be people that like defend this fight that are like, no, you just don't who? actually enjoy martial arts. No, you you see who? who okay, have you been on? Have, have you been on Twitter? Have you been on Twitter? They will defend anything. They will. I swear to God, not this gonna show. Be, they're going to be people. You guys are just haters on on the Ultimate Fighter. You don't have to watch. You know that, right? Like you just don't enjoy mixed martial arts. You're not a true fan. Uh-huh. There will be defenders of this episode. I will, the say, comment of the I will week. say about this fight, this fight was not a bad martial arts fight. It was just not entertaining. There, there, there is a big difference. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. It was thing. Not, it oh, was that's not entertaining fight. Yeah. It was, it was, there was, these I'm were not watching a reality fighters. show yeah. f- to be entertained. Yeah, and, that, and that's yeah. the issue here. This is a reality show for entertainment. This isn't this isn't even a sporting event because this is these are exhibitions. So in that sense, mm-hmm. this is only for entertainment. This is not, this is, this not would, these aren't real fights. Take in mind. What would so, this be the equivalent of on like The Bachelor? Like watching a <laughs> 17 minute date where it's just like clinking glasses and like <laughs> them yeah, them cutting We're a eating. steak yeah. and like yeah. Yeah, just and like every four or five every four or five minutes there's just like a right steak's pretty good. 
Steak, steak's yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the wine's not bad either. Yeah, uh-huh. There'd be at least there'd be at least <laughs> one it. like there'd be at least one like. Oh, did you say something? Oh no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. And then uh, uh, what, what's the what's the nut shot equivalent? Uh, someone like starts choking on their water. It's like, <laughs> so, oh, hold on, you okay? It's like extra awkward. Yeah, you're right. You're okay. That would never air. That's a perfect example because that would never air. You're There's right. No you're right. Major network. Okay, we're talking about ESPN. No, no. ABC would ESPN fire the producer on the spot. Yeah. They would be like, you're yeah, fired. Like, you know? If any like competition type of sh- reality show, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, I couldn't would imagine never this air. in the air in full. Sur- Survivor, it's some guy like trying to start a fire for 15 minutes straight. And like at the end, he like gets like a <laughs> small flame going, but not a, but yeah. not enough to like cook anything. Yeah, this is the beauty of television is you can make it whatever you want. You, you yes. I, I, Recorded I don't know, again, television. With respect to, again, to the production team, maybe there just has been a lot to work with this season. I understand. Everyone's professional. Maybe it's just awkward silences in the house too, right? Maybe they're not having a lot of conversations. I totally get it. But there had to be just better than throw, that. Throw like just the producers. You know what you do then if it's boring in the house? Just throw a letter raccoon in the house and just go. <laughs> just, just open a bottle of proper 12 and be like you guys have to finish this before the episode <laughs> you have to you're right though that is the joke we talk about uh reality tv people talk uh you know listen survivor the classic reality tv show uh the tribal councils those have been compelling for whatever what have 40 seasons and and the, what they, they, they said early on, like, you know, those tribal councils go on for like 90 minutes. Like they're so long and it is Jeff Probst's job. This is why he's the best of business. It's his job to poke and prod and stir the pot and make drama. And then from that 90 minutes or however long the tribal council goes, they get that, you know, uh, t- solid 10 minutes or however much you see on the show. And that's how it has to be done. And you're right. Sometimes you got to throw a raccoon in the mix, Casey. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I want to bring up a comment you threw up from the YouTubes. Uh, this is while I was on vacation, but I was checking the Slack. This made me laugh so much. I think this is from episode seven. I want to say it's from episode seven. Uh, I can't even read this person's name. It's a random collection of letters, but they said it's some of the YouTube comments. Uh, you guys don't have to react to the show that no one is watching. Spend time with your families instead. No, that was a fantastic comment because uh, as as funny as it is, it's also true. It, it is a true comment. That's what funny makes it so and funny. True. <laughs> no, we, 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 like, we do not do. have to be doing this. <laughs> we do have to be doing this. Someone has to be doing this. This is I. Someone is doing it. It doesn't have to be us. It doesn't have to be us. Three more episodes. Yeah, three more. Three more. There. Oh, I, I guess they're not. Too. Sorry. Do, yeah, yeah. Three more. I guess they're not doing a two fights in one episode thing i guess they really are just gonna do semi-final semi-final yeah. semi-final semi-final yeah. um which is a bit strange uh, if this is how it normally goes maybe uh, i just i'm not remembering the most recent season but finale on on 292 i don't think it's been confirmed yet but that fight that card only has 11 fights right now so it would make sense yeah it made me sad last week when you guys were breaking down and saying like yeah this probably this these uh these finale fights are probably not making it to the main card this is, i'm trying to think what they would have oh, to bump oh, down no, like, no, 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 no. Yeah. there is no probably they are ten thousand percent not making it to the main card but we actually are already wrong in our in our uh 
in our guesses. Here's our notes mm. from last week. We mm. did have Roosevelt Roberts winning, so mm. we are wrong uh, there. Got the teams right, I, but we're already 0 for 1 on predictions of who yeah. wins. But very, very easily could have. Look, listen, this, he could have easily advanced from this fight. Neither guy, I don't think this is their best showing. Certainly, they're skilled fighters. We know that they can fight at a higher level than this. This is when you guys were mentioning the level thing. By the way, you're right. It's it's we're not criticizing Roberts or Hubbard's skill level. It's just the scenario yeah. wasn't conducive. Like this was yeah, ten times a more skillful fight than like Trevor Peak and like Chepe Mariscal, right? And and that fight's yeah. going to be like a top five fight of the year candidate. But that was not a technical. <laughs> technically, that fight was an atrocity. Like that was. So uh, if I 100%. am being insulted to them, I apologize. But uh, Hubbard and Roberts again. This was two professionals, and it was. Uh, it was personal. It was personal, not just business. Two professionals that were friends and, and they was, were not in running, fighting in front of a crowd or with coaches no or with co- commentary. Or sound, no support. Because everything changes. Even if you have Chandler going like, you got to finish this, you know, blah, blah. It was just a couple of like Connor going, it's like, ooh, yeah, hit him. Beautiful. Yeah, it's a front of score. It's a front of score. The team, yeah. like, the team McGregor also kind of like agree not to, because I assume the team McGregor fighters were there. They weren't allowed to hoot and hoot. Did everyone just kind of say, "Listen, we're not going to say anything. We're just not going to support either fighter." That's so I felt, bizarre. I felt me. like Team Chandler did the what well, they didn't want to cheer or whatever, you know, sure. against their own. What about Team McGregor? Yeah, I don't know. But but I even, and, then I, and then I think Team McGregor, and then I think Team McGregor was just like, "We don't. We're, we're playing the party lines. We don't support anything, Team Chandler." So then it just made for oh, the like, booing the whole time. <laughs> yes, that would have been great. That would have—I mean—that would have been better. Anything would have been better. I mean, Stand uh, yeah, so it was kind of a—it was an—it was a nasty stool of silence. Not nasty, the set, like, like like the delicious forged Irish stout stew that they had earlier in the episode. Yeah, get that plug in there. I, I can't. All the episodes of the Sound of Silence. <laughs> I, I, th- I thought the Sound of Silence would have been the perfect name for it, and we would have right away been like, "Oh, oh. this is why they called it." Oh, oh. Well, that would have made us think like it was a scary knockout. Oh, there's a scary- no, no, oh, no. They, scary- if they named it the Sound of Silence, then like all would have been forgiven for this episode. It just makes so much sense. But yeah, back to two ninety two for a second. I, I don't think any of us have a problem with this. Not the the finale is not being on the main card. If anything, it wouldn't make sense to put on pay per view because the prelims presumably will be on ESPN. The show's on ESPN. So if by some chance you know people are so invested that they really need to see the finale, it'll be on free TV uh, as God intended. So no no complaints there. I, I I'm sad because I, it'd be cool if these guys got like a pay per view opportunity right away. But it doesn't make any sense to give them that. None, and none, dude. Look at the card. Yeah. You you can't. You cannot yeah. put them on the on the yeah. main card. Even even on a weaker pay per view, I think you want to put these on ESPN, right? Like it's like you. Where why suddenly? This is not the kind of season, and this show in general just doesn't have the cachet anymore. Where you can say, oh, well, if you want to watch the final, you're gonna to have to pay eighty dollars for it. Yeah, good good luck with that. Good luck with that. Especially after this first semifinal. Uh, people wouldn't pay. Uh, we're I'm paying eighty dollars to see the coaches fight. That's what we're paying eighty dollars for. Yeah, we're still waiting for that. By the way, where is that? Where are we guys on that? Uh, I know, I know, I know. You asked New York Rick. I know you asked Mike. Where are we December. on our confidence? Yeah, we'll see. It December. December, the Christmas tree, the Christmas tree. That was uh, that was all it took. Uh, Christmas tree mode. You don't forget. Don't forget. <laughs> Ain't happening. I am. Casey, I'm kind of leaning back towards it because everyone's right, and and New York Rick brought this up again, like. Whatever what happens with USADA, there's some exception that they can find. If they if they want Connor, if he wants to fight in December, and Chandler wants to fight in December, and the UFC want wants to make this matchup in December, it's going to happen. 
it's going to happen. There, there's so there's some unwritten. Uh, no, it's not unwritten. There's some minutia in the USADA rules that they can say, oh yeah, oh this. Well, you know, we made an exception because of this. So, but is this a fight it, it you don't want to see anymore? Yes, I still want to still see. Still, yeah, like, like if, when Conor McGregor returns, I have to see him fight Michael Chandler. That's the fight of all the fighters in the world. He needs to fight Michael Chandler. I just don't mean it's as cool as a fight, whatever. It's not number one, but I'd still I'm still looking forward to it. I'm still looking forward to it. At, at 85. It's gonna be at 85 too. I do hate how I don't know. Weirdly. I don't know. It feels like he's slimming down a little bit in in uh, the latest pictures. <laughs> he and I and I like all the training they've been showing with McGregor. I mean, that's that's what you want to see, right? This kind of surreal side of him training with these prospects, guys he wouldn't normally train with. I mean, some of them are are oh, team McGregor yeah. guys. Again, we'll see oh, what's going on. There's no training. There was no training of him this week. Him training. Wasn't there? Week, so. Oh, was I thinking of last week? I guess I was thinking of. I got yeah, it. Last Keep week. He, showing, he was showing Rico the uppercut to the bag. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. After I after I got back from Japan, I had a I binged. That's right. I binged the Ultimate Fighter. I watched the past two episodes. I missed while I was traveling, and then what could be better? This one up. What could be what better? better? What a way to come back, to, back to, uh, America. to North America. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What a way to come back. It was such a it was such a lovely homecoming because I got to I got to just all tough, tough, tough. Just bang them out. Uh, it was it was my dream. It was so fantastic. So uh, how'd you get yes, the I, culture the culture shock from being in Japan to watching? Right. <laughs> yeah, that's I. I still want to see the fight. I I'm a little bit like it is weirded out by how chummy they kind of have to be since the show. Like I wish the shove had been some some moment where like oh this changes things now. And then on the last episode we just see them kind of sitting comfortably in the matchmaking meeting and like yeah chumming like chumming it up like and I'm like this is weird. I know they're fighters. I know they're pros. I know Chandler's not going to let something like getting shoved in the face bother him. But like, is there no tension whatsoever between them now? There will be tension when they fight in December. I can assure you. All right. Well, we're I, looking. I, I, yeah. I do find that because at first when they did the shove a few episodes back, I actually thought the the shove made sense in the context of that episode. Um, I think uh, Connor just his his guy just got upset. Um, was was the uh, the big upset? The guy that was expected to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hunter so, Azure. No, yeah. no, 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 no. The shove. Oh, oh, so the one he expected to win. Um, oh my goodness, the, oh, young, the was, young man. Uh, the young man. Yes, it was my guy. You know my guy. Yeah, uh, whatever his name was. Right on, he was right on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. So, so I, the, the shove made sense at the time, but like, okay, to me though, like Hammond, Lee Hammond, Lee Hammond. Yeah. Lee Hammond. If someone like shoves me in the face like that, and we just, oh, okay, we're gonna fight six months from now. For those next six months, I don't want me near that guy. And yes. Yeah, and then Ch- Chandler's just like, do, 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 do. I like this fight. This fight's easy. And they're, they're walking out of the hall <laughs> together. Like, do, 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 do. Like, Whoa. You know, I, they don't got to fight right I've then. Been, but like, I don't understand why Chandler's like, I'm cool with this guy right now. Like, I've been one, yeah, that was one day ago. Here's old oh, McGregor. Wow. Uh-huh. He looks thin, man. He looks thin. Yeah, also, looks can, we talk yeah, about the, can we talk about the green screen looking pretty trippy on my phone here? Okay. Uh, <laughs> It looks like a it looks like a fake oh, phone. Yeah, Anyways, why, why, why are you just holding up your why are you holding up your, your McGregor case, your vinyl McGregor case? <laughs> that's, what that's, that's what it looks that's like. Weird. It looks good though, man. He's looking Cust- he's is that looking custom? Like he's ready for December. Looks like he's ready for December. It's your desktop. Uh, that's like, I like that. One more one more random note I wanted to bring up. Uh, well, I was going to, and now now my brain has just has just frozen up from that from that incredible case shot. Uh, any stray notes on your end, GC? Uh, we'll wrap up in a second. Uh, any stray no, notes on your nothing, end? Nothing. I went. I literally went through every single one of my notes. Um, <laughs> there was there was a lot to talk about. I mean, dude, we talked about this for like almost an hour. I, I honestly can't believe it made it. We made yeah. it that far. Uh, yeah, I got everything out. Looking forward to next week. Uh, Timor Katona should be a great fight. 
and uh, three episodes left. I think the lesson to take away from this one too, and I wanted to emphasize this, is that uh, friendship sucks. Don't, don't, you know, I don't have any, I don't have any friends. And, uh, you know, you guys are my very uh, positive, amicable work associates, but I have no friends. So I will never fall into this trap that Austin and uh, Roosevelt fell into. So wow. yeah. for all you, yeah, for all you kids out there, all you, all you kids who are uh, tuning into the Ultimate Fighter and then tough hang every week. God sorry, bless you. Like, go, go find a hobby and some friends. I, 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 I would just say in all the seasons of t- tough or whatever, have, and you probably know this, AK. Have you had a fighter come on and just say, "Oh, I love it in this house. I don't miss my family at all. This is great. Uh, I, my my, my I swear. sucks. My roommates suck. I don't. I'm I'm totally okay being away from my kids. Uh, I don't like my dog. This is awesome. I think I think you've had guys who say they do love the. Oh, this is like almost like a vacation because it's like the food is provided is literally just delivered every week, and you get to train. That's all you have to do is wear. I, not necessarily at the expense of their family, but definitely there's people who've been focused more on the positives than the negatives. Oh, now I remember what I wanted to bring up. So the last thing I'll say is one big thing this this season is missing, and with McGregor involved, I really feel like you could have had like one or two great opportunities for it because he's a he's a he's a mischievous fellow. That's probably putting it nicely. No pranks, no oh, pranks. That was the whole no show. coach, no coach pranks. No coach Prank, pranks. pranks. Pranks would make it funnier, man. Anything. Connor has this. Connor has this beautiful car that he brought out last. What was it? A Ferrari? What was it last episode? Uh, I think it was a Lambo. I think it was like a, Kia. a Lambo. Oh no, so, Lambo. I don't yeah, know. I Lambo, Kia, Lambo. Yeah. That he let Rico drive. If you're Team Chandler, you gotta be doing something to that Lambo. Uh, it, yeah, it, it may know, result man. in in, a, in 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 something very bad happening, but a I mean, lawsuit? you gotta like a lawsuit. <laughs> I was thinking, that's, that's almost definitely a rental. That's almost definitely a rental too. And they've so really done, you're not, they've, they've messed with their they've messed with the other guys other coaches' cars before. I remember all that, the that, time. That's, classic. That's a classic tough trick. You mess with a car. Classic. Mess with the car. None classic. of them. None of them were Lambos. I don't think everyone's ever rolled up with a Lambo. And Bash chicken, the windows in with a bat and uh, dent <laughs> the body of the car. That's just uh, GC. That's just a felony. That's not a prank. But uh, yeah, that's one one spice. Now again. Given how much like McGregor doesn't even have time to show up at the weigh-ins, I highly doubt he's thinking of pranks for this reality show. And but his team—that's what his team is there for. You tell me, Owen Roddy doesn't have some hilarious. Oh, this is a traditional prank back in Dublin that gets them every time or something. There's nothing. There's none of that. Did they tell the coaches not to do? Pranks? All the pranks like, are replaced with commercials for Conor McGregor yes. products, basically. Yeah, that's what you got. They couldn't had. They couldn't have had a a, a, a proper twelve <laughs> related prank. Oh, I filled, I filled, I filled his room. I filled his, uh, his, his room up with proper twelve. <laughs> Something like I don't know. Something stupid like that. Like the coach's room is filled with proper twelve. I don't. Fill up the Lambo gas tank with proper twelve and four hundred out and see what happens. There you go. There's your advertisement. Car. The car. Well, I'm just, terrible just at pranks. Couple, just a couple so. of whoopee cushions. A couple of whoopee cushions. Hey, Jason Knight sits down for his meal. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, y'all got me. Y'all got me. Jason Knight. If they did that to Jason Knight, he'd be, he'd be laughing for like eight minutes straight. He would find Jason Knight would find that hilarious. So uh, yeah, you could do something with Jason is. Knight's vape. I've noticed Jason Knight vapes a decent amount on the show. <laughs> I think you're allowed to vape on the show. Why is that allowed? Oh no, I've uh, been holding an elf bar like three or four episodes. <laughs> Jason Knight's so cool. God, I hope he wins the show and just comes back to the UFC. Oh, part of me, part of me doesn't want him to come back to the UFC, though. I like Jason Knight being a free bird, but guys, I don't know how we talked about this again. I cannot say it's one of the worst episodes of television, not just Ultimate Fighter. One of the worst pieces of television I've seen in recent memory. It was so, so, so yeah, bad. If you have not, if you guys, I know there's some people that say they only watch Tough Hang, probably like I don't know, a dozen people. Don't do yourself watch a favor. Tough. 
this no, episode. No, go back and watch the episode. <laughs> you got to feel you, no, you, how no, uncomfortable yeah. it was. You, you need to watch these episodes so you can understand when you what good episodes are. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> you have to. You have to be. You have to. You have to hit rock bottom. Yeah, yeah, we've set a new baseline. We've set a new baseline. So uh, thank you, guys. Thank you, uh, GC Connor Brooks. Thank you, E. Casey Lyon. I've never been happier to have. Thank you. I've never been happier to be back to have people to watch and talk about the show with. Because if I if this was one of the episodes, I kind of had to watch myself and just not talk about it. I don't know if I if I would I might I might have extended my vacation another week, guys. I might I would have been like I can't. This is this is a struggle. I would have taken a sabbatical. (laughs) <laughs> from a tough related sabbatical but uh yes i am your host alexander Kaylee. this has been another sensational episode of tough hang not a sensational episode of tough 31 uh and we will see you guys what was the new catchphrase gc i'm sorry you you, you broke out the new catchphrase last week what was it again i said it at the end of the episode i think so something like tough hang in there or something what was it <laughs> <laughs> ah, dude i can't remember I don't oh know. well <laughs> tough hang in there guys until next week Media Podcast Network. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The Current Podcast is back with an exciting new season featuring marketing executives from the world's most influential brands. Tune in to hear what's driving conversation in the fast-moving world of digital advertising with unique insights from brands as diverse as Hilton, Instacart, Moderna, Major League Soccer, and more. And in this presidential election season, The Current explores what a national political advertiser like the National Republican Senatorial Committee and a major CPG brand like Hershey can learn from each other. Listen in and subscribe to The Current at thecurrent.com or wherever you get your podcasts.